you ready to have your mind exploded? This is PlayStation Radio UK. <laughs> Jelly. Yeah, this is 97.1 FM. You're listening to PlayStation Radio UK. I'm Simon. I'm joined by Ben. Hi, Simon. And it's a lovely Sunday evening. It's dark. It's dark indeed. How have you been? I've been alright. I've, I've been um, I've been very well. Um, it's not been long since we did the last show. Four or at least days. When the last show was uploaded. Yeah. Sorry about that. And once again, you're hungover, I think? No, I'm not hungover, but I did go out last night. Okay. Mm. You said you felt like shit. Just, well, I was lying to you. You just didn't want to talk to me? No. We have such a strong relationship. Well, I can only stomach you for two hours a week, and that's it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You get a lot of my attention, though, in that time. Okay. Mm. How have you been? I've been good. I don't care. Um... So what's coming up next? Thank you very much for listening and goodbye. For God's sake. Up next is uh something. <laughs> Jesus. What have you been you up to this week, buddy? Oh this week. Not too much, just uh keeping myself busy playing games and stuff. Mm. One awesome thing happened when I went to get yet another McDonald's glass. Oh my, how many have you got now? Um, well I had five or six last week and I got two more this week. Jesus. Why? Yeah. Oh, you still haven't explained to me, do you do that trick where you stack glasses? And Wait, you do it really fast, you stack them up, it's usually done with like no. pots. And you stack them up really quick. <laughs> no. And then you take them back down again, which is kind of counterproductive. No. I no? Oh. Um, so yeah, I got the glass and the takeaway, and I parked in the car park, and then there was one of the cars, somewhere else in the car park, mm-hmm. did uh, beep 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 with the horn, and then a couple minutes later did it again, and then another right. car did the same, and then eventually there was about four or five cars doing it, and then I joined in, and then there was about six or seven cars just <laughs> beeping the horn. What? <laughs> I don't know why, it just happened. What was, what? What don't you understand? <laughs> I, everything. Well, ask me a question and I'll try and explain it. Why are you allowed to drive a car? Um, you're going to have to bring that up with the DVLA or the DSA, whatever one it is. Uh, probably both. <laughs> um, no, I, so you pulled over into a random car park. The car park next to the McDonald's. It's not okay, like so a, not a random one. No. Not just some random car park. No. That's slightly better, but still. And then a car started beeping its horn. Mm-hmm. Twice? Beep, beep, beep. Be- three times? Yeah. So just beep, 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 and then it stopped? Yeah. Did, did, did this happen again? Yeah, 
and, and then all that. How, 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 how soon after? Uh, hang on. I'm investigating. <laughs> okay, Cole Phelps. Don't stifle my creativity. Uh, so, you got your three beeps. How long was it approximately until we got the next three? Five or so minutes. And all these cars remained here throughout the, all the beeping. Yeah. It's not like people hear a beep and then flee. <laughs> this isn't London. <laughs> right. Well, I'm still very, very bemused by the by this whole this whole thing that you do. <laughs> this isn't a thing that I do. This is a. Uh... This is like this is like cultural heritage in in Scotland. <laughs> you meet up in car parks and you beep at each other. It's like Just a, to see what happens. You it's do, like you amazing girl. They were inviting you to some notorious local dogging cycle. Yeah, maybe it was Morse code, and I just like interrupted the conversation. Maybe they were talking via car beeping Morse code, and um, I thought you were going to say something like, you know, when, like in the movies where you flash the light, flash your headlights twice, and then a drug dealer comes over. So yeah, yeah. Why would you join in? Because it was daylight. (laughs) But just think, someone who's walking past, looking at you in your car, just staring gormously out the window, clutching. For for all I know, it was a pile up on the motorway, and. And I was just beeping along with it. Beeping your horn <laughs> on your own. Oh, Simon. It, it was quite cool. It, you had to have been there. Cause it I think cool. um, I think I must... Yeah, I, I need... Yeah. No. No. I think you're jealous. You haven't no. experienced this. Get some hobbies. Stop Got going one. to car parks and hanging out. I was, e- I was eating my lunch. No, you weren't. <laughs> okay, what have you done this weekend? This week? This week, yeah, I've been really busy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, this I don't go to car parks and beep. You've been busy, and you got to what level did you get to on Skyrim? <laughs> hey, I've only played Skyrim twice this week. On, only twice. Mm-hmm. So that was about a forty-hour session. <laughs> <laughs> no, I because uh, I played it to absolute death last weekend when it came out, um, and I've only picked it up a couple of times this week for for a few hours. That's it. Um, okay. So I've been doing stuff. I've been out and about doing radio things. Would you like to explain some of them? Um. No. Okay. No. Thanks. <laughs> well, okay. What would you want to know? You, you ask me questions now. What did you do? When? The week that has bit, passed. Bit more specific. Monday. I don't remember. Tuesday. It's a very long time ago. <laughs> what this day? Sort of rolled into Tuesday. Look, can you just answer just answer me, what did you do? I spent a lot of time in the pub this week. Oh, that's why you were busy. Yeah. It's all coming out now, isn't it? You know it? when I couldn't record on Friday? Yeah. Yeah, I was in the pub. Yeah, I know that. You know why we couldn't record last night, Simon? Why? It's because you tried to charge your laptop with the wrong cable and thought it was broken. Yeah. You dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. At least that was a mistake. You didn't just suddenly fall into a pub. <laughs> <laughs> I did make a... Con- well, you made the conscious decision to plug that charger in. The charger didn't fall into the back of your laptop. Mm. Maybe mm. it did. Mm. No. It is magnetic, so it could have. I don't... Mm. Maybe. Maybe, buddy. Maybe, buddy. Um, anyway, do you want to move on to the next thing? Uh, yes. 
I think we'll be talking about our game of the week. Oh, is that what this is? I think so. Skyrim! Dovahkiin? Yeah. Yeah. Dragonborn. There is one they fear. Well, you've played the most of it, so you can start talking yeah. about it. I've played a lot of Skyrim. Oh my god. Best game ever. Cool. Next section. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you've got it, can you see why I have been massively excited all year? Yeah. This is... I think it's a much better setting than Fallout is. For those who don't know, it's 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 made by the same studio. Yes. So the way I described Fallout to my fan uh, to my fans to my <laughs> friends, <laughs> I don't have any fans. I don't know why I said fans. Um, the way I described Fallout to my uh, to my friends when they were asking about it, I said uh, it's it's Oblivion but set in post-apocalyptic America. And it's now, a black and white Oblivion. <laughs> basically, yeah, a dusty Oblivion. So now, in order to describe Skyrim. It would be Fallout, but in sort of fantasy world. Yeah. And it's amazing. It is good. Uh, what did you choose? What what alien species or whatever they are? I'm an Argonian. I'm a lizard man. Same. Yeah. I got married. Who would marry that? This woman. Apparently. Is this like um, other games like um, God of War where there's like an awkward sex scene? No awkward sex scenes. No interaction beyond... Can I have some money? Yes. Well, that's pretty much what marriage is, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so, but it should be the other way around, though. It's normally the woman. Oh, but don't shh. Good. Thanks for your support. Um, let's see. I, ju- I don't really know what to talk about. The dual wielding is amazing. Yeah, there's so much in it that it's hard to start talking about it's it. Ridiculous. Um, I, I was a vampire for a bit. Um, I've killed lots of dragons. Uh, I have a house. Um, what else? What else? I think the best thing about it is that once you finish the opening cutscene, um, you can just go and do whatever you like. Mm. That was the same in Oblivion as well. That it's can just be like, go. chopping wood or mining for ore, or or, or smithing. Yeah, smithing. All sorts. There are loads of really cool animations now as well. So, um, instead of just opening a menu when you interact with an object, it sort of zooms out into third person and you do a little animation. So if you're chopping wood, you chop the wood. And if you're smithing, you for some reason pull on a you know, on, on a bit of rope. Yeah, you can like drive the toilet. It's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, no, it's brilliant. Uh, my uh, my skills are really high as well. Cause I'm, oh God. Yeah, the good thing I like about this is it's not like Fallout where you level up and you assign your points to the things you want to level up. Mm-hmm. Your skills level up depending on what you do most. So if I was using one-handed weapons, that's going to level up. Yep. And when you go up a certain amount of levels in your skills, you go up an overall level, and then you get yeah. to choose a perk, and you get to add, what is it, 10 points to either your health, stamina, or yeah. magic. 
It's a lot more simple than it sounds. You'll spend a lot less time in menus than you would in most RPGs. Mm. It's amazing that you can get followers again. People can come with you. Only one still. Um, that sort of thing. In fact, you know the story that we reported the other week, where Todd Howard's wife in Skyrim kept getting visited by this dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's happened to me. He's um, he can Did be a follower, him? but he was crap, so I got rid of him. And now he keeps visiting my to my house, which, by the way, because I moved, I have a house in a completely different city on the other side of Skyrim. And I told my wife, let's move there. She's like, okay, I'll see you there then. And he walked the entire stretch of Skyrim just to get to that house. Because I, I just he, found him in my I house. I think he deserves her. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. He walked the map. Next time he comes near my house... He sounds like one of the Proclaimers, just, like, <laughs> walking about in Skyrim. Well, I would walk 500 miles, and then I'd get an arrow in the face. Yeah, pretty mm. much. Well, I'm not going to kill him in the house, because then I've got his body cluttering up. The thing is, though, I think, I think I'm going to have an affair. I think I need an affair. But I can't divorce her, so I'm going to have to kill my wife. Mm. That's a bit dark. <laughs> Well, there are lots of other very eligible bachelorettes in Skyrim. And this woman is not is not doing it for me. Who is it? It's that that woman in the first uh shop you go into, the okay. people who get you to get the gold claw back for them. Yeah. Um she's the easiest one to marry out of everyone. Um yeah. So I'm going to have to kill her, which is a shame. Um, she's given me a lot of money, um, but her usefulness has, has dried up because she can't come questing with me. So, gonna gonna go for someone a little bit more adventurous, I think. Okay, That's I'll make it look like an accident, though. How do, how would you do that? You're gonna kill um, her, then like drag her body over to the cooking pot and <laughs> slam her face in it. Well. I would if I could, but I'm not going to do that. Because as I said, I'm not going to kill her inside, because then her body's always going to be there, and it's going to be really weird. Yeah. Uh, so she's got to be outside, although she never leaves the house, which is going to be difficult. Um, so I think what I'll do, I'll tell her, because you can live, you can tell her to move to whichever house you're, you're, you own. So when you marry her, she can move to your house, or you can move into her house. So I might just say, let's move into your house. And then when she's in her house, I could, I could offer arrow to the back of the head, sorted, relatively painless. Um, probably going to loot her clothes, just because that's what I do. So everyone. <laughs> you kill your wife, and you don't even, you don't even let her have her clothes in no. death. No. You're such and a by bad the way, husband. she lives with her brother as well. I'll probably drag her downstairs as well. And then I will leave. Dungeon. <laughs> I will never return to this house ever again. And I can live my life. Okay, this sounds like what your actual future is going to be like. Well, I'm, I'm sure you'll hear about it if it does end up like that. But uh, for the time being, I have to live out these sadistic dreams in uh, yeah. in uh, in video games. That's their purpose. Yeah, and I think that outlines just how much you can do in the game. You can do pretty much whatever you like. Yeah, and people will judge you for it. People will judge you. I was um, I was sneaking through a town, but I wasn't doing a very good job. I was just sneaking right in front of people. This dude looks at me. You could you could he just hear the exasperation in his voice. He was like, oh, "You're never gonna sneak up on anyone like that." <laughs> it was just it's he so was so so disappointed, and I just I was oh, and I just stood up, felt like a fool, and walked to my house. 
and took it out on my wife. <laughs> took it out on your wife. Um, it is a brilliant game. Just incredible. Um, so much to talk about. It's a massive map. Yeah. Um, I find myself swimming wherever I can just because the guy I chose, Argonian, can breathe underwater mm. forever. And I wanted to use that. I didn't want to choose that park and never use it in the game because I'd feel like a dumbass. Yeah. So the first thing I did was I jumped into other rivers and got swept away down waterfalls and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you were telling me about this. It's fun. You should, uh, it you is should fun. It. it is fun. Um, you know what's also fun? What's that? Killing people and dumping them in rivers. Yeah, they get blown away. Actually, there was these this uh, small selection of people with a bodyguard. Mm -hmm. They were going to someone's wedding with gifts. And they were right next to a waterfall. And I was like, no, oh. you don't. I'm going to take the gifts off you because I'm a dick. And that's how I do things. And what happened was they both tried to run away. And while I was fighting the bodyguard, they got stuck in, in, the, in the river. So right. I jumped in to try and kill them and get the stuff. And what happened was they both got swept down the waterfall. Oh. Never found them again. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got a, uh, I've got a crazy shout. Uh, called Force Unrelenting Force. It's well, the first you, shout you get yeah, you if you level it up all are? the way. Sorry? Why do you explain what shouts are first? Ah, uh, okay. Shouts are sort of in the trailer where he goes, <laughs> you get those. You get those throughout the game. Shouts and they do different things. They're sort of like magical powers that you can use. And I've got one called Force Unrelenting Force. And when that's leveled up all the way, um, it just sends whatever enemy you're fighting flying backwards. So the best thing to do is to fight someone on top of a building or, you know, on top of a castle, top of a cliff, and just send them sailing backwards off the cliff. That does sound fun. It is really fun. You should do that to your wife. <laughs> I think I... No, but I can't, get, I can't get her outside. That's all the better, and there's more walls for her to hit off and say. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't kill them, though. It just makes them go really far away unless they fall down things. Okay. So, I'm not sure what to do. I'm sure what to do. I'll tell you what, I'll give you an update next week, and I'll tell you if I've found a way to to get rid of her. Good. I think yeah? you should start giving us weekly updates to your second life. Yeah, I'll write, I'll, 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 I'm, I said write, that sounds like work. I'll, I'll come up with a plan, and I'll let you know what it is. Next week. And, um, yeah, and, and we'll talk awesome. about it next week, and I'll tell you how that goes. It's going to so get well. So the main quest of the game is to... But from what I know so far, I've only played like 30 hours. And with a normal game, that might have had me complete it. But at the moment, I've done two levels of the main quest. <laughs> yeah, me too. I haven't gone to... I haven't carried on at all. Yeah. Uh, so the main quest is to kill... To kill dragons. Yeah. But where I this kind of falls down a bit is that... They're not that difficult. I think there are different levels of dragon... Uh, stretch... Uh. Mm. I'm going to give you a few hints now. This isn't just for your benefit, Simon, because you probably know them already, but I'm going to share them with the peoples. Okay? Okay. Now, we both saw this video. If you're in a shop and you want to steal something, you can pick up the big bowls and stuff, and if you didn't know how to do that, by the way, you hold down X on it and you sort of hold it in front of you. You can drag it and put it on someone's head and then you can steal whatever you want because they can't see you and it works and they don't even question the fact that you've put a like, metal pot on their head nope if they move it comes off but that works also dude in the first town there's sort of a love triangle going on bef uh, between uh, 
well, it happened for me. It's a love triangle between my wife, my current wife. She wasn't my wife at the time. Um, and two guys. And the two guys were fighting over her. And they gave me a fake letter. One of them gave me a fake letter to basically say to her that the other one wasn't interested. If you sign with the... If you sign, if you side with the elf guy, his I think his name begins with F, Fan Deer or something like that. If you side with him, Findle. Yeah, that's it. I call him Fegaline. I don't know why. That's him to me. Um, if you side with him, he he teaches you archery, so he can level you up to level fifty in archery, but he can level you five levels at a time if you pay him. Uh, but he's also a follower. Which means that once he, you know, you pay him the money to level you up for five levels, um, and then you say, I need to trade some equipment with you, and you can take the money back. And every overall level you go up, so if you go from level 15 overall to level 16, then the counter resets so you can go up another five archery levels and stuff, and he can train you all the way up to level 50 like that. And basically, it's just free levels. You don't, you'd never have to pay. So that's worth bearing in mind. The best way to go up smithing, which is really easy, is to get iron ore and iron... is it ingots? Yes. Is that right? Uh, like that, and, and leather, whenever you can. And it's one... is it one leather tassel type thing, whatever they're called, to one iron ignot, and you just make loads of iron daggers. Don't be tempted to make the other ones. I made like 50 in a row, and you can just watch your levels go up at the bottom. It's just the easiest way to do it. Um, again, with sneak, if you go into a shop, sneak down behind the uh, shopkeeper, wedge your analog stick so you're walking backwards into a corner, much like Oblivion. This is how you did it in Oblivion. Um, leave it overnight, come back, and your sneak skill will be at 100. And, uh, yeah, I went from level 24 to... 29 overall wow. overnight and uh, my sneak skill was 100 so that's good yeah that's a good one to have the only tip uh, i have well i've got two first of all go to the the college of winterhold as early as possible because they teach you a lot of magic stuff that comes in handy like healing your followers yeah and also it's basically hogwarts and i thought that was quite cool yeah yeah uh you even get your own little bunk bed and stuff in the college. Ah, I haven't gone there yet. It, it is fun. You get some cool quests as well. Uh, and other than that, whenever you find a dwarven mine, uh, there's all these. What are you doing? What? I hear things. You hear things? Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Okay. Anyway, you yeah. On. Whenever you go to a dwarven place, there's all these things called dwarven plate or small dwarven plate or solid. Dwarven Isn't it metal? like Dwemer or something? Uh, yeah, Dwem yeah, Dwemer. I think that that's it because my mate didn't believe me. I was telling him that they weren't. They're not actually called dwarves. I saw it on one of the loading screens. Lots of nice facts on there. They're not actually called dwarves. They're actually called Dwemer, but everyone just calls them dwarves, and yeah. it's not factually correct. Anyway, whenever you find that stuff, it might look like just heavy junk. But if you take that stuff back to the the smithing place, you can like, melt down that into. Um, Dwemer ingots, whatever they are, and then you really? can make dwarven armor. So, and this is what astounded me: one solid metal thing, which you find quite a lot, makes six ingots. Really, that's good. So, 
um, basically when you when you want to go smithing, level up so that you can make dwarven armor, mm-hmm. because you find a lot of stuff you can make into ingots. That's sweet. I just got um, I just got a full set of glass armor, and nice. fully upgraded it. So it's now glass armor brackets epic. How do you um make your armor better? Okay, so on your perk tree, first smithing. You need the uh, you need to get the perks for because you start off you can make leather, iron, hide, probably steel studded. as well, and studded. I'm not sure if steel is one that you start off with, and then you have to get the perks to be able to make glass, dwarven, yeah. um, that sort of thing. Um, and once you select that, once you get that perk, it's it it just says have the ability to smith, for example, glass armor and upgrade it and then every smithing place they'll have a main smithing section where you make the stuff they'll have a little weird sort of bit of I don't know like sheep hide or whatever stretched across some wood which you can uh, turn your hides and pelts into leather there they'll have some smelting thing where you can change your ores into ingots ingots sorry um, they'll have a little workbench where you can upgrade your armor so sort of if you have the right materials you can level it up um, and then they have a little sort of axe grinder type thing and you can upgrade your weapons at that so that's how that works um, okay cool yeah we've spoken a lot of Skyrim well we haven't spoken that much well, have we? we've spoken for many many minutes oh didn't seem like it it's gone so fast Kind of like playing the game. You you wake up in the morning, put the game on. Before you know it, is but it's time, it's time for bed, bed again. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty frightening. So um, if you haven't got it yet, and you don't have a lot of money to spend on games, I mean, who does really? Then this is probably the most financially advisable game to buy ever. Yeah, um, I was talking to Phil earlier. He listens to the show, mm-hmm. and he said. He didn't know whether he should start playing it now because he didn't like Fallout. Oh well, don't I, don't even worry about it. Don't Fallout, Ugh, rubbish. Well, I I liked Fallout One and Fallout Three in New Vegas. Everyone else could sit down and play that for hours, and I just get bored of them. But with uh, with this game, I haven't got bored yet. Well, there we are. So ringing think, endorsement. Yeah, I think people might be the same as me. It is like a more colourful, more. Um. Exciting. More exciting. The story's better. More to do. Uh huh. So yeah, Phil, go and get it. Go and play it. Do it now. Okay, Arnold. Uh, uh, oh, that's another thing. They all speak with very strange accents. Yeah. There, uh, I see the population is roughly, should we say, seventy percent Norwegian, um, ten percent Canadian, um. 10% American, or f- well, 15% Canadian. I met one Scottish 10% guy American, and so I'd say 5% British. Yeah. yeah. I've come across a couple of English and a couple of Scots. No Welsh, never any Welsh. Nope. Um, which is a shame. That would be quite funny. Never mind. Uh, it's amazing, though. Really good. Yeah. And the Jarls, who are sort of the mayors or the they're kings they're the of kings, the towns yeah. uh, and the cities... They, uh, their right-hand man always sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Always. Mm-hmm. 
Really bizarre. Quite funny, though. I do love the accent. The Skyrim accent is yeah. quite wonderful. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's an awesome game. It even gets you involved in politics. Not the politics that matter, obviously. In game politics that no one cares about. Yes. Get to fight a civil war. Anyway, um, I think we can talk about that an another time, eventually, when there's not as many new games coming out. Yeah. If people are still interested in it. Well, all the new games have stopped coming out. Have they? Yes. Why? Because they're all done. That was it. That was the influx. Now we've got quite a steady run to Christmas. Good. Yeah. So next up is the news. Let's do it. <laughs> White run in autumn. The burning of a blacksmith's forge. The sawmill in Everstead. The salmon of Lake Illinelta. Stenchamata perfuminella. The new fragrance from the College of Winterhold. The perfect scent for those that smell like the arse end of a mammoth. But are looking for a wife or husband in the kingdom of Skyrim. Not suitable for those allergic to vampire dust, troll fat, giant's toe, torvent oil, or human flesh. Good evening and welcome. This is the news at 10. I'm Millie Money Mega Knockers. Here are the headlines. Mass Effect 3's Collector's Edition has been unveiled. Skyrim is having some frame rate issues. And Killzone 4 is confirmed to be in development. Hello and welcome. This week saw the announcement of the Collector's Edition of Mass Effect 3. Reporting live from the Normandy is Willie McPinch. Pinchy McWills here. I am aboard the Normandy taking a peek at the Collector's Edition for Mass Effect 3. Here's what you can expect to find. A tin case, la -de da A 70-page hardcover art book. Exclusive bonus squad appearances. Ashley Williams, Lyara Tsoni, James Vega and Kaiden Alenko. Exclusive N7 weaponry. 4-inch by 6-inch lithographic print of Normandy, Fabric N7 patch, Digital Mass Effect 3 soundtrack, Exclusive Mass Effect Invasion comic, Bonus Xbox Live avatars, why the fuck am I talking about them on a PlayStation show? Classified bonus character and mission. You can expect these to cost around $80. So exciting. Gamers playing the PS3 version of Skyrim have been suffering some frame rate issues. To tell us more, here's Pinchy Willock. Pinchy Willock here. If, like me, you're addicted to Skyrim, you may run into some problems. Reports indicate that once your save file exceeds about 6 megabytes and you break the 30 hour barrier, you'll notice significant drops in frame rate, textures failing to load, and excessive game freezes. That's not on, and Bethesda have said they're looking into it, so we should expect a patch in a couple of weeks. It appears a follow-up to 2011's Killzone 3 is in the works. Reporting from Holland, for some reason, is Pinchy Willy Pinch, who pinches the wills of Willy Pinch's Pinch Pinch Pinch. Hello, it's Pinchy Willy Pinch, who pinches the wills of Willy Pinch's Pinch Pinch Pinch. In an interview with Edge magazine, Urella Studio founder, Adrian Smith, said that they were hard at work on a sequel to Killzone 3. Good news! But it may leave some wondering, will this studio ever get to make anything else? 
That was today's top stories. We now pass over to Simon Thornton and Ben Potter to discuss today's stories in detail. I'm Millie Money Mega Knockers, so go and fornicate yourself. And there we have it. There is the news. So, Simon, Mass Effect 3 Collector's Edition, you going to be getting that? <laughs> Am I going to be getting it? I can barely oh. afford to live. Uh, oh, come on. So I doubt I'll be getting the Collector's Edition. <laughs> You've got a few months. Yeah, I could start selling semen, blood, plasma, kidneys. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's worth it. I I don't see the I don't see anything in it that is actually that awesome. It's steel. Pardon? It's got a steel case. Yeah, tin case. Wow, that's mm, amazing. I love that. No, you're right. That I want some action figures. I don't want a stupid patch, like a little thing to sew on to my dressing gown. Why would you want an action dressing gown? It's going on my dressing gown. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> no. My name's Shepard. Every day. And it's nightgown. <laughs> this is my favourite dressing gown in my wardrobe. That awesome. was a really bad reference. Don't worry about it. I don't get it. I tried, but I failed. Um, so you're not going to be getting that. Nope. That's a shame. Never mind. Skyrim frame rate issues. Have you had anything? A couple of times, and I've not even played for that long. Um, I know some people that have played it and have got over the 6 megabyte thing and they have actually asked me without me asking them uh, what what's up with the mm. the freezes and stuff. I'm over 6 megabyte. In fact, I'm going to go and look how big my save file is. Because I'm definitely over 30 hours, rather tragically. <sighs> Let's have a look. Save data. Don't forget that you have left it on overnight, so... Ah, that's true. Yeah, I'm just under 6 megabytes. I'm at 5,500 kilobytes. And I've played for just under 30 hours, so I'm going to be getting there soon, unfortunately. Ben. Huh. There's my sofa. Okay. Oh, that's a big playtime. Don't think I can repeat that, because it's quite sad. Just tell me, come on. <laughs> this has got to be when I left it on overnight, mostly. Yeah. Okay. Of course. <laughs> it begins with 50. 50,000... 52 hours. That's not too bad. That's pretty bad. Take off, take off about 10, and you've played about 42 hours. Take off 50. Take off 50. You left overnight, and it was 50 hours. <laughs> um, let's see. It is 7 and a quarter megabytes, and I have been noticing slowdown, especially in the open world. Things have juddered about a bit, and uh, yeah, it's quite annoying, but at least they're actually accepting that there's a problem this time. Rather than in Fallout, they were like, eh, whatever. Yeah. It's just broken, deal with it. So, this is good. Maybe it's because and in Fallout they knew they couldn't fix it, but now they know that maybe they can. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they just want to try this time. Um, according to GamePro, uh, we should expect the patch uh, the week after Thanksgiving. Do you know when Thanksgiving is? I don't. No. Um, not American. <laughs> uh, uh, can you text Mark? Why? Get him on this. Okay. Google is not necessary. We need to get Mark in. Involved. Our man in the States. The man with a plan. Something else. Okay. Killzone 4. It's confirmed to be in development. That's a good thing, right? Yeah, I don't think it's uh, too surprising. Mm. Though, what do you think about it being made by the same studio again? Because they've got to be getting quite bored of Killzone. 
Because yeah, I've played with a Killzone and I only it, played Killzone 2. They've been making it ever since uh, the last couple of years of PS2. Yeah, that's that's getting old, right? That's like nearly 10 years. Mm-hmm. They have worked hard to make that engine. They were making Killzone 2 for four years. Hmm. I don't know. Unless it blows me away, I'm not really going to get it. Because Killzone 3 didn't bother me at all. Yeah. Um, Killzone 2 was a bit... It's got, really it's got to up its game by quite a bit to beat, you know, Battlefield. Medal of Honor's coming out. We've got probably a new Halo. We've got new cards yeah. every year. It needs to do something good. Also, yep. we've got the new Resistance, haven't we? Resistance 3 is very good. So... That's not one to be missed. A um, couple of other things we didn't mention. Uh, Sony have uh, are reportedly planning a new service where you can stream live TV through your PS3. Now, as you correctly said, I thought this was Play TV. But I don't think this was... Play TV wasn't available outside of Europe, I don't think. Yeah, and it wasn't It wasn't live uh, streaming off the internet. It was. It was just like normal TV. Except mm. you could save to your PlayStation. So, I think in the States they've got Netflix, and here we've got iPlayer and things like that, but live TV would be cool, because I was at a friend's house earlier, and he's got his 360 set up with Sky on it, and that's really cool. Yeah. Getting Sky through his 360. It would be good if we could just pay for like a Sky Sports package or something on the PlayStation. Yeah, Sky is sort of like cable, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. Also, uh, the PlayStation 3 turned 5. Yay! Winner, which yeah. I'm, I think means we turned five as well. Does it? How? No, no. We're like we're just we're we're about two and a half years old. Yeah. Us. We <laughs> we started podcasting about PlayStation when the PlayStation started getting good. Yeah. It took it took a while for this this console to start getting into its stride, but now it's there. Mm. I was there from day one. You weren't. I didn't have the money to be there from day one. <laughs> I saved up all my money. I was saving up for so long. I sold my pet. Um, why did you have to bring that up? It's such a bad memory. <laughs> I miss him so much. Um. <laughs> um. Also, I'm sorry. I got a bit of a cold going on. Uh, the you know, EA promised PS3 users that bought Battlefield 3, a free digital copy of um, 1943. Yes. And they just forgot to add it yeah. to the disc. Um, a class action suit against EA is being taken to court by firm Edelson Maguire on behalf of PS3 Battlefield 3 fans. So, you know, usually are. I don't. Usually, I'm against like most of these lawsuits are just stupid people who need to get a life. But yeah, this, but I do this, think is this is a right, this is a corporation that just basically lied to you, and I don't think is. that's this on. is a slap in the face because oh. I wasn't ever taught like, oh, don't worry about it. You're you know we're going to give you DLC first, but that was going to happen anyway. Yeah. Um, um, let me read this here. Uh, according to the suit. Um, it alleges that EA misled and profited from thousands of their customers by making a promise that they could not and never intended to keep. It's true. It is true. So... Well, it seems it. Yeah. Gutted. Gutted, EA. I mean, you were doing so well, but 
never mind. Hopefully this will come to something as well, because um, they should at least send out codes. Yeah, I mean, people... To everybody. <laughs> or maybe yeah. just make it free on PSN for a bit, or something like that. Even, but still, that doesn't help because people who didn't buy Battlefield 3 will get it. Oh, it's complicated, yeah. isn't it? And why should, why should uh, PlayStation suffer? Because EA can't keep a, keep a promise. Mm, exactly. Anyway. anyway. That's, all, that's all the news we have. Uh, so I think that's the end of the show after Zippy's special section. It's Zippy's special moment in the sunshine where we let him out of his cage. Oh, Zippy... Ah, oh, I don't. Yeah, actually, I was going to tell you something then, but I think he's he's probably going to mention it. Quite sad news, but also quite happy news for us as well. But um, yeah. Anyway, here's Zippy section, and we'll be back for about two minutes when he's done. Yes. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. crazy kids and cats to my third audio log here in Japan uh, the date is the 18th of November 2011 just in case you think Japan is in the future because it is what um, so I'm gonna have to make this quite rapid um, I, I, I'm Patrick by the way hi um, I just got invited to Kyoto um, which is about two and a half hours away and we're leaving very shortly, so I'm gonna make this quite rapid, yeah. Um, so what have I been up to? I went to Hiroshima, which was awesome. We basically went on this weekend trip to Hiroshima and Miyajima Island, um, which are both in Hiroshima Prefecture. Uh, it's really cool, we visited the Peace Memorial Museum, uh, which was quite sobering. I guess it was uh, pretty sad, but very informative. So, yeah, ah, good times, bad times. But uh, Miyajima Island, though, was awesome too. Um, they had like deer walking about non-stop. There were hundreds of them. Um, first, I was I was a bit intimidated. I was gonna shoo them away and possibly spray them with some mace. Just you know, in case they stole my shit. Uh, but for the most part, they were quite cool. One of them got a bit touchy-feely with um, with, uh, with a Japanese lady who decided to give it food. Uh, so that's what you get, to be honest, for feeding those things. But, um, yeah, uh, that's it, I guess. Miyajima was, was very cool. I'd recommend it. They had these big... Um, th there's, like, this famous gate, like a giant gate, in the uh, in the ocean, it's quite well known and famous, I guess. I'll put a picture in here. Um, people would put money in it, uh, sort of wedge wedge coins in there, because I think it's a sign of good peace offerings and, and stuff. Uh, one of my friends decided to try and swipe his credit card. That went well. Um, rest in peace. What? Uh, also, 
bad news, unfortunately. I found out I can't stay for a year. Um, so that kind of sucks, but uh, I think I've... It's, it's settled in now, so I'm okay with it, but uh, I would have liked to stay here because, frankly, Japan uh, metaphorically and literally shits all over England, so... Um, yeah. God, why can't I have been born Asian? Well, well Japanese-Asian, the other Asian, maybe not... Not so... Right. <clears throat> okay. Stop talking about that. Uh, last night, we had an earthquake at about 4am. Uh, for some reason I decided to stay up super late just on my PC and stuff and uh, then the room started shaking so I was like hey, aliens what and um, yeah thankfully it wasn't aliens but it was still pretty cr crazy I mean apparently we had one uh, a couple weeks back but I didn't feel it because we were at street level at the time um, but a bunch of people indoors had felt it the one last night, apparently when it hit us, it was only about magnitude 1 or 2, which is uh, really quite small, but it's more than anything you'd get in England, um, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, you know, it was quite an interesting experience. I decided to just let it take me as it would. Uh, I didn't grab onto any, like, furniture, or I didn't get under my desk, because, frankly, at a magnitude 1 earthquake, that would have been a complete overreaction, but... Um, yeah, it's cool. I'm glad I got to experience one out here for sure. It was, it was neat. Um, certainly wouldn't be neat if it was like magnitude eight or some shit. Uh, I would do a boo boo in my tutu. Uh, what? And yeah, I, I guess that's all I have to say right now. Um, sorry, I can be more in depth. I am kind of in a rush. Um, so I only have a month left. I. It was the 17th yesterday, and my flight is on the 17th of December, so exactly a month. Uh, I'm going to have, you know, a lot of stuff to do in the next month, because I want to see plenty of the country. I want to, like, explore some more. Um, Kyoto, thankfully, is one of the places I wanted to go. So, um, it's pretty awesome that I have a little late invitation here to go. And my phone is ringing, so that's my key to go. Bye! Wait. Fuck. End of the show. End of the show. Yes. End of the show. It's been a good one. Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, I wish we could have talked about Skyrim for a bit longer. Mm. But maybe if people want us to, they can email us. How do they do that? Um, howdy doody. Uh, they do. It's at fishandchips at playstationradio.co.uk. Yes. I just realised that you didn't say the date. At the start of the episode, and we normally do that. That's because I, I don't know the date. Okay, the date today is Sunday the 20th of November, and it's half eight. Well, I said it was Sunday. People can work that out. <laughs> Did you say it was Sunday? Yeah. Okay, I forgive you then. Um, Why make sure you follow us on Twitter, PS Radio UK, like us on Facebook, ben? come to our website, say hello. Leave us an iTunes review, would be lovely. Um, and make sure you check out our friends at Game On Podcast. They're lovely. Yep. Uh, we also got some iTunes comments. Oh, yeah. Not enough people leave us them, but we have to. No. This one didn't turn up uh, f until, like, this week. But it was posted on the 30th of August by a game called Gamer with a Right Kick. Can I just say, though, 
um, thank you very much for this review, but by this point we'd stopped, hadn't we? Yeah, it still applies. Uh, I'm just wondering, was he listening retroactively, or how does that work? Who knows? Anyway, he said, top podcast, whoop whoop, five stars. This podcast oh. is funny. If you like gaming news and funny banter, then you're in luck with this gem. Download now. And then, kill all hippies, he's left about 50 comments on iTunes. Oh, uh, he's always, he's back. This one's, a uh, five stars, it's alive, you're back, best ever podcast, kill all hippies. Oh, thanks, kill all hippies. So thanks, guys. Uh, the more of them we get, the better, so... Yeah. Yeah, make sure you add us on PSN as well. Yep. You like that. And Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Twitter. Yes. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Thanks for you. Thanks for me. <laughs> okay, tune in next week. Goodbye. Love you, bye. You've been listening to the PlayStation Radio UK podcast. To find out more, go to www.playstationradio.co.uk and follow us on Twitter at PS Radio UK to keep right up to date.